Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's up? This is your homegirl, Complex Angel, and I'm the Vibe. And it's your girl, Queen K. I'm the Vision. And welcome back to another episode of Queens with Vibes and Vision. So, Queen K, how has your week been since last week? Uh, it was pretty decent. I can't complain. Um, got some much needed rest. Um, uh, what else did I do? I spent a lot of time with my kids. That's something I can't escape, but it's okay. Um, uh, work has been light. Uh, God opened up some new doors for me, so I'm really, really excited about the next journey that he has for me and my kids. Um, awesome. So, yeah, things have been really well. I'm I'm excited. He gave me another day to get it right again, and I, I feel like I did good today. So that's, that's pretty much up. it. Uh, what about you? Okay, well, believe it or not, my week has been very disturbing, but at the same time, it's been a wonderful one. Uh, it's been a lot of tears, um, a lot of isolation. I've been putting my phone on Do Not Disturb and just having a lot of alone time with God. And it brought me a lot of clarity. So that's why I say it was, even though it was an emotional one, it was still a beautiful mm-hmm. one, you know? Like, he showed me a lot of my strength. Um, you know, he basically told me, like, I have to separate some things out of my life, and I'm just listening, you know? Mm-hmm. That's all we can do. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's good. Okay, y'all, so we're going to jump right on into the show because, as y'all know from the flyer, we do have a guest on, so I'm going to jump right into the A.O. King and Queen quote for the week. Um, So this quote actually comes from, now I'm enrolled in, like, these text messages from this pastor. Her name is um, Micaiah Kenner. You guys can find her on Facebook. She does do YouTube services and Facebook services at 12 o'clock every Sunday, each and every Sunday. Um, she speaks the truth, y'all. She's she's a young black woman that's really just getting the word of God out there. So one of her quotes that was sent to me, oh, and you can also figure out how to get the text messages sent to your phone because she sends you, like, daily um, affirmations or just daily quotes to uplift you. And I, I kid you not, everything that I go through, her, it's like it comes right on time. Everything that I'm dealing with, she helps. And I know it's nothing but the Holy Spirit giving me guidance in my situation. But anyway, um, so it says, never confuse people who are always around you with people who are always there for you. Just because they're in your circle doesn't mean that they're in your corner. There may be hmm. people in your circle that are connected to you, but that doesn't mean that they are committed to you. Judas was connected to Jesus, but he wasn't committed to him. So that just spoke mm-hmm. volumes to me. Um, I just need to realize, you know, it's, it's, it, that just woke me up. It's time to reevaluate. It's time to reevaluate my, my circle. And it's, it's, not, um, it's not a bad thing, you know, you guys. We have to do it for ourselves, for our sanity. We, sometimes, like you said, Complex, we have to put that phone on Do Not Disturb. We have to go into isolation so we can hear from him alone. So that's all that spoke out to me. Um, because that one was long, that's the only one I got today. Um, and as far as the Queen K slate tips for hair, I do not have one today, y'all. My apologies. I will jump back in it next week. I promise y'all. Um, okay. So, that being said, Complex, you want to get the guest on? Uh, yes. I'm about to bring her on right now. Hey, Ken. How are you? Hey, good. How are y'all? Good, good. 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 We welcome you. Okay. <laughs> okay, so Thank we're going to get right into the sip. Oh, okay. 
So we're going to get right into the sip and tea for the soul topic tonight, which is growing apart. Okay, so, um, y'all, we're going to be going over the good, the bad, the ugly, um, something that we hate to do but is necessary in order for us to elevate in life. Life is all about changing and evolving, so growing apart is part of the process. So we're going to jump right into it with our special guest, Ken. Um, Ken, my first aspect is clarity. So my first question is, do you think it is necessary to accept growth and know that it's the only means to elevate your life? Absolutely. Absolutely. So this question for me kind of outside of question for me, if I say it to myself and state this for him, I kind of just see um, that the life of the thing. Uh, and I know sometimes when we're going through things and we're put in this seat where we are forced to grow, we feel like it's something negative. Um, but the honest truth is that when we decide to try to go the opposite way, it's usually detrimental for us. So for me, somebody who's who's an extremist, um, it's either, honestly, it's either grow or die, elevate or die, um, choose to do something or starve yourself of who you're supposed to be. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, God. I like that. I'm telling you, she's coming out the gate today. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Grow or die, I like that. Okay, Um, okay, so Mm -hmm. my second question for you is, how often should we reevaluate all aspects of our lives in order to stay in a healthy mental state? I'm going to go ahead and say daily. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why I say that is because a lot of um, a lot of what I post on social media, like Facebook and things like that, is about intentionality. Um, mm-hmm. And it's about, it's about introspection. So for me, the more you look at yourself and the more that you look at your life and the more often that you do it, the easier it is to pick up on something as opposed to if you never look inward and then you finally, let's say you're dealing with a situation for five years and you finally take the time to then sit back and say, okay, well, what can I do? What am I doing? What are my habits? What are my patterns? What am I used to doing? Mm-hmm. What have I conditioned myself to believe mm-hmm. is good for me? Um, the more that you look at it, the more that you can correct Okay. Can I piggyback on that real quick before you go to the next one, Quinn? Go right ahead. Um, I definitely agree with you, Ken, that you have to do it on a daily, um, you know, like to improve your mental because I know for me, I don't, I'm not good with routines. Like my day could be all over the place. Like when I wake up in the morning, I do listen to my podcast, but that stopped helping me a long time ago. Like, that stopped helping me with dealing with, you know, traffic, rush hour, you know. I'm pretty sure you understand, Ken, you live in Pennsylvania, too. You know how crazy traffic gets. That stopped helping me to deal with that. Um, It took, you know, like, it wasn't helping to relieve my stress at work or anything. So now I'm in the process of meditating. And at first it was hard to get in the habit of because I'm like, you know, I don't really know if I'm doing it right. Like, I'm over here trying to focus on my breathing, but then something else comes to my mind, and I had to have to talk with somebody, and it was like, you know, your mind's going to always think about stuff. You just have to tune into something and pay attention to that, and you'll notice that your thoughts start to slow down. 
to where, you know, they're not really there. Like, you know, you, you'll know when you feel relaxed. So I've been doing meditation right. for like a whole week. And I swear, you definitely do find some clarity in some things, but you have to work on it every day. You know, like, like Cam on said, purpose. you know, on purpose. Like, it's a habit that we have to form. You get what I'm saying? Because it's like, I've been, I'm a good person, but I have toxic ways. I've been toxic for 30 years. So it's going to take, you know what I'm saying, longer than 21 days for me to form a habit and, you know, till it comes like second nature. So thank you for uh, saying that. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, my third question is, when we feel like we are growing apart from any type of relationship, do you think it's our fear of rejection or criticism that makes us try to keep it going? <laughs> it's just like an either or, or do you, or you say it is could be a combination of all of them. So the way that I take this is, <laughs> you tell me what you mean by it. Um, is it either fear or rejection, or it could be a combination of both? Because in my, in my opinion, I think it's just a combination of both with any situation. So I'm just trying to get your take okay. on it. I feel like it's definitely. Fear of rejection and the fear of criticism are definitely two mm-hmm. of the biggest, biggest, biggest parts of not being able to separate ourselves from things that we know that we're growing apart from. Um, mm-hmm. Specifically within our relationships, but then again, mm-hmm. it can could, it could relate to anything because people are, are so accustomed to being so concerned about how somebody yes. else feels about their life and their decisions yes. and the outcome of how they spent their time. And mm-hmm. as, as much as this is, quote, unquote, common, I, I'm hoping that we can all get to a space where it's not normal. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. That part, yeah. My thoughts are exactly it's the same. common, but it doesn't have like to be we, normal. Yeah, yeah. That's that's so true. We're so worried about what the next person might say or think about how we, you know, make a decision on our lives that we, you know, we fear making any drastic changes, and it's it's needed. It's definitely needed mm-hmm. in order to elevate, like you said, grow or die. <laughs> that part. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm about to get that put on the shirt. <laughs> but, um, my last question is, what advice can you share with someone who's battling with the acceptance of growing apart from someone or something? I'm going to take this back to um, what I have to say about intentionality. Um, the advice that I would share with somebody who's battling with the acceptance part of growing apart is that um, I'm going to be honest with you. In the beginning, you might not accept it. Um, but when you get to the point of realization, you will start to accept that even if you don't like it, it's not something that you can change in order to get to the next space that you need to go to. Unless you are okay with remaining stagnant and unhappy um, and and living outside your purpose because that's literally what happens when we don't accept the, the fact that we got to grow apart from something or someone or someplace. What we end up doing is, is that we compromise our purpose because we're not in the space that we're supposed to be in. Therefore, we can't do what it is we're supposed to be doing at that time. Unless you are willing to compromise your life's literal purpose, 
then I would say start becoming intentional about it even when it hurts and start mm. becoming intentional about not running from pain because there's literally mm. no way to grow without feeling pain. You, you have to. Oh, so I would, Ken. Say, I would say be okay with feeling the pain of it too. Ken, you, you, listen, you just came into my house. You want some lemonade? You want some watermelon girl? Because I, I swear I run from pain. Like, I mm. I run from pain so much. I hate to feel it. Like, Queen K can tell you, I will call her about something. Like, I'm ready for this shit to be over. She's like, it just take time. I'm like, I ain't got time. Like, I want it to stop right now. Like, I swear, dog, I needed that. Thank you. (laughs) I want to just um, add something before we move on from that point is that um, if I could drop something with somebody, it's it's one thing, one of the, the I want to say, like, philosophies that I have is that, um, uh, you know how they say, like, the root cause of a lot of um, diseases is inflammation. I feel like a lot of the root mm-hmm. cause of a lot of our problems in life stems from fear. Um, when you think of mm. a person who lies mm. because they are afraid um, of whatever, somebody judging them of, of, of a number of things, but it's derived from fear. A person who doesn't talk about things is derived from fear. Um, yeah. A person who doesn't accept things that are going on around them, even when it comes to their own growth, is literally mm-hmm. derived from fear. So if we could end the relationship that we have with fear, it would be easier to end a lot of relationships that we have with people. Mm. Right. Ken, before I go yeah, into that's my what aspect, I'm, I'm going through right now. <laughs> Ken, before I go into my abstract, can you kind of educate the listeners on what you mean by intentionality, like if, you know, you can sum it up. Um, so intentionality for me, I can tell you what it looks like. Intentionality for me is um, watching my speech. First, for, Firstly, watching the things that I think about. And the thing is, mm-hmm. it's like we're all human beings. We're not, we're not like, whole, completely divine. Um, so there are going to be things that enter your mind that may not necessarily be something that you want to even think, but you have to be intentional about filtering out your thoughts and what goes on in, in your mind. It's literally your own domain, and you have the power to control that space. And then what comes out of our mm-hmm. mouth, whatever leaves your mouth, you must be intentional about, whether it is to yourself first or then to other people. Uh, intentionality will make the big difference. And then the other component of all of that for me is um, habits and discipline. Because um, I'm an extremist, extremist um, I can be an extremist when it comes to negative things as well. So I have yeah. to deliberately tell myself that every single day, sometimes even moments throughout the day, it could be a moment-by-moment thing, that if this is what I want, this is what I have to do. So intentionality is all about controlling your thoughts, controlling your words, and controlling your habits on purpose. Mm. Okay. Mm. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right. I well, just learned something new. Exactly. <laughs> my aspect <laughs> is life journey. And since we're talking about, like you said, how you have to control your habits on purpose, my first question is, why do you think we are afraid to grow apart from our old mental ways or our old toxic ways? <laughs> um, ma'am, because we are human beings. <laughs> <laughs> I even, so I have this saying that it's like righteousness for me is um, God is the only absolute by which I can measure 
righteousness, righteousness being whatever I do day to day that I feel like is right, that's honorable, that's pleasing to God. Um, And I feel like I get so caught up sometimes in trying to do what I feel like is honorable for God that I forget sometimes to give myself the grace of a human being. Um, Mm. So I reflect on that from time to time. And when I do, I realize that as a human, I'm going to be afraid sometimes, but I'm afraid um, of moving away from something just because I am human, just because as a human being, I like to become comfortable. I like to stay comfortable. And when you have mm-hmm. to move from an old mental way, it requires you to step outside of your comfortability. That part. And sometimes this yeah. is just not the easiest thing to do. You're right. That's You're right. True. We are definitely human. Definitely human. I'm hard on That's myself true. whenever I make a mistake, and I'm like, I need to be more gentle with myself. Um, okay. Yeah. So did you want to say something, Queen K? Did you have something to piggyback? No, I was just I was just about to agree too. Like I need to realize I need to stop being so negative about myself and my decisions that I'm making. I'm in a learning process, you know, just like everybody else. It doesn't matter about mm-hmm. how old I am. I need to just calm down. It's okay. <laughs> I'm gonna get it together. But thank you. Thank you so much, Karen. Right. You're welcome. Oh, okay. My second question is, um, is it hard or comfortable for you to separate yourself from who you used to be? Baby, sometimes it's very hard for me. I'm not even going to lie. Sometimes it's very, very difficult for me. Um, Literally, I'm going to tell you all something about my couple of years ago, two exes ago. (laughs) I found myself in a, in a place where I was just very, very dark. Not dark, like mm. depressed. I mean, dark like me. Okay? Mm. Like me, like just me. Like I felt like I didn't deserve the things that had happened to me. And as a result of that, I felt like it was just easier for me to say, screw it. Mm. I'm going to be mm. just like them. And I don't have to yes. worry about it. I don't have to think twice. I don't have to think about honoring myself. I don't have to think about honoring God. And I don't have to, I damn sure don't got to think about honoring other people. Okay. Mm. I don't want to, <laughs> I want to stay like this. And when I, when I realized there it was like a moment of clarity where I just, I felt like I stepped out of myself and I looked at myself and I'm just like, is this really who you want to be? Like you, you really, this is who you want to Like this, yeah. this is the life that you see for yourself. And when I when I realized that I didn't want to be that person, to this is where the intentionality part of things came in for me. I started to intentionally try to be kind to people, even when I didn't feel mm-hmm. like it. I don't know where that came from or why I felt like that was necessary for me at the time, but that's what happened. And so what it ended mm-hmm. up turning into was something for me. Um, a lot of my old pictures on my personal Instagram are hashtag the love agenda. Um, and it didn't come from me feeling like I got to be holier than thou or that I was this loving person already. Um, I think as a child I was, like innately I was, but I had to paint this hard shell person from my pain. And so the love agenda really put me back on track because it made me tell myself that if I don't want to be this person anymore, mm-hmm. I have to do something about it. So True. I feel like now mm-hmm. that I've that I've I've gone so hard in the paint when it came to that, that it's much easier for me 
to um to separate myself from who I used to be, but I still have moments in time where I'm just like, Candace, don't do it. Don't you drag nobody in here. Now you're grown now. You're not 18 no more. You might take yourself to jail this time. Like, yeah, so <laughs> it'd be like that. Um, it'd definitely be like that. Uh, I just wanted to piggyback real quick. Um, sure. I know with me, it didn't. It didn't take until I, for me to notice that I had grown apart from the person I used to be. It was me talking to Complex, and she was like, "You're you're becoming Queen K," and I didn't see it at first because it's so easy yeah, for me to I revert like back to that old person. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's so easy for me to revert back to the old person because I'm addicted to the toxic ways. Like, I'm breaking myself Ooh. from it because I'm growing and I'm learning who I am. But I I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a, I was addicted to me being toxic, me being hurt, me being the victim, you know, me wanting the attention. But I'm getting to the point in my life where it's just like none of that matters. I, You know, okay. I can create my own happiness. My kids are thriving. I'm thriving. That's the energy that I should be feeding on, not none of that negativity. So it's definitely hard to separate yourself, but once you realize the separation and you see how much more you glow and how much more life comes easy to you, it's easier to walk away from who you used to be. So I'm at a point where it's it's getting a lot easier for me to be like, nope, because like you said, I'm too old for this. I can't be out here fighting. I can't be out here angry. <laughs> I might get right. mad and have a headache for the whole day. I'm too old for this. I can't do the it. So. Is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Um, well, that goes into my third question. Why do you think we hate to admit when we are going apart from relationships around us? Um, a part of it, um, for me goes back to the old, the old question, the old answer that I gave about the fear and rejection question. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that we don't like to admit sometimes when we're growing apart from people because, or situations or places or whatever, is that it's because we're afraid of what other people are going to say about it. And also, Mm -hmm. um, one thing I wanted to talk about too is that. I feel like one of our biggest problems also is the fear of failure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. For some reason, we feel like if we are grown apart from something or someone in some kind of way, that means that we failed when in essence yeah. we grew. So how is it that we failed? Mm-hmm. If I couldn't be what this person needs me to be, then I, I there's something wrong with me. Um, if mm-hmm. I couldn't remain in this place and deal with this, then there's something wrong with me. I know for me personally, I, part of it is the way that I grew up, but I always question what I could have done differently. Mm-hmm. And when I feel like, well, there was nothing else that I could have done differently, I find myself, I, I would often find myself at a halt because now I'm stuck because I'm almost able to validate things that go wrong by what I did wrong. And when I can't find what I did wrong, then I'm like, okay, well, it's, it must be me. It just it just got to be me. Like, I failed in some kind of way. I didn't do something right. And, mm. yeah, that's not true. That's not true. You grew. You grew apart. There was a better place for you to be. And better may not necessarily mean that you're better than somebody. It just means that that's not – there's a different space for you that is ordained for you at that time and in that season. And, mm. yeah, we just – we got to – stop being afraid of feeling like we failed. You hit it on the nose with that one because um, when I came up with this question, 
my answer was that, uh, you know, the fear of being lonely and not having that example growing up of what it's like to walk away when you're getting disrespected. Like, I watched my mom stay in relationships for years until she was finally fed up. And um, pretty much, like, I just walked away from a relationship uh, recently, like, but it took, <laughs> it took stages. Like, it took, like, okay, we're broken up, but let, let's, let's try to stay and, you know, finish out the lease. <laughs> Uh, I can't do this, you know what I'm saying? I'll just pay the rent by myself. You know, you just go on. I should have just cut everything off. Let's just try to be friends. It it just hurts, you know, because I have that attachment issue very badly. Like, I'm an extremist, too. So I had basically um, did a self-affirmation. I do recordings talking to myself. I know it's weird, but it really helps. And um, I just basically told myself, like, you know, the reason why it's so hard for you to let go of that relationship is because you have a hard time admitting that you failed. You know what I'm saying? You you don't wanna you don't wanna seem like you fell like you always wanna win. And then I told myself like why are you trying to force a relationship? Why are you trying to force a relationship, you know, to get back? Because I told myself like you try to be in control of everything and you can't question God. You know what I'm saying? God seen mm-hmm. that you were getting distracted and you weren't you you, you stopped working on your books. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you didn't really put your all into the podcast and everything like that. Like, he had to pull you away. You was happy, but you wasn't doing what he called you to do. And I hurt my own feelings mm-hmm. as I'm saying all this. Like, I started crying in the recording. <laughs> and I'm like, why are you trying to <laughs> fight a relationship and bring it back when you know you're just going to play damage control because of everything else you've been put through? So it's like I had to step back and really I need to reflect on all the relationships I've been in because, I don't know if you can relate to this, Cam, but, I, you know, I know I talked to other females in the black community, and they said, you know, you, you hear growing up, in order to get over one, you get up under another. So I fell into that pattern mm-hmm. of, okay, I'm about to go and get up under the next one because I don't want to feel like this. Or if I can't find the next one, okay, I'm about to just sit up here and just, you know, suppress it, work put all my, you know, put all my time into school, do a double major, work two jobs, so I ain't got to think about this shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm, thank you, thank you for answering that. Um, my last question is, how necessary is it for you to cut ties with things that no longer serve you? Um, okay, so I'm a kind of, I'm kind of hit on both of the last two questions. Um, okay. I... I've, so for me, outside of um, the fear of failure, I also have, I don't know what it's called. I probably should to, to find out. But I have this thing where I feel afraid of feeling like, feeling like I've outgrown people, feeling like mm. I'm bigger than that, um, because it mm-hmm. makes me feel like I'm losing my, like, humbleness. Like, I hate for a person mm. to feel like I've outgrown them or like I'm in a better space. It literally, it doesn't scare me, but it makes me feel like I've done something wrong. Right. I know um, what you mean. And, and, and I'm learning right now, even in my situation right now, is to let go of feeling like when God elevates me or when I've done the work to get to my next space that I mm-hmm. did something wrong for leaving somebody where they were. Um, mm. So that was one part. And the last question, I'm sorry, you said um, why, how necessary how is necessary. it to cut ties? <laughs> yes. Um, Charlie said it. 
grow or die, literally, um, <laughs> you, you got to learn to let go. And, and this is crazy because I was telling Complex, this, this topic and this episode was literally for me because I needed to hear myself say some of these things. Um, <laughs> and it's, when I tell you, when I tell you that it's not like just a necessity, it's literally like vital. Like it's literally like for death. Like I will hold on to something and somebody for, for, for dear life for so long mm. to the point where I compromise myself. I compromise my yeah. words. I compromise my values. I compromise where I'm supposed to be at the time. And it's just like, I'm the type of person that could walk in a room and people feel like, who is that? Um, mm. So I know that, and it's not because of how I look. So I know that there's a light, and the light comes from a really big purpose. Um, but sometimes I mm. find myself getting so distracted with trying to cater to how everybody else is going to feel that I don't just do what's best for myself, or I don't just do what I know I heard God tell me to do. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. So if I know now that it's time to cut the tie, to sever um, something, then that's just what it's going to have to be. Because when you get to a point where you're tired of being the person that's receiving the short end of the stick, you can't really blame anybody but yourself and your own actions. Mm-hmm. So okay. this, this part is about, this part of my life is about accountability for my actions. I can no longer say what well, I did it and I say it in that space because I wanted them to feel better and I wanted them to say this and I wanted that person to feel this and see that. And it's just like, baby girl, you are not no superhero mm-hmm. and you are not no savior. You better take it to the Lord in prayer and um, go mm-hmm. ahead and do what you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. So, that part. yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's do or die. Mm-hmm. Thank I know you, you said you needed that. this episode, but baby, I really needed this. Like I needed to hear you <laughs> just say all that you just said. You just spoke yeah. volumes to my life just now. Like yeah. <sighs> it's me. I ain't gonna even lie. So <laughs> I ain't gonna even lie when she was saying what she was saying about like how like you know it's necessary and like when it comes down to that you have to be unapologetic about it. Listen, growing up, I was told that I was like Joan off of Girlfriends. And I used to get so offended by that, but I've been watching it every day now since it's been on Netflix. And that episode where she falls out with Tony and she said, I don't care about you right now. This is about me saving me. I feel that part because I have been Mm -hmm. that person that gets the short end of the stick. And it's like, you have to be unapologetic. Like, Fuck yeah. them. Like, so what? So thank yeah. you for saying that. Man. Yeah. Okay. Well, that ends our segment. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Ken. That was a beautiful segment. Um, We're going to jump right into the uh, as a woman question. Um, Complex has a question lined up that we will all answer. So Complex, put that as a woman question. Okay. Uh, this week it is as a woman what part of you do you want to break up with? Okay, you better answer first because you're the guest. Why y'all put me in the hot seat first? What part of you do I want to break up with? Um, I'm going to say, and y'all in my business, but <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say that I want to break up with my desire to 
my, my, my savior complex. Mm. My, my savior complex because I have such a desire to try to, and it was crazy because my dad, my dad preaches to me about this all the time. Like you got to stop trying to save people and stop trying to force people to see things and stop trying to force people to elevate and pull themselves up and stop mm. trying to force people to do the same level of work that you've done because people are going to move on their own time and their own space. Um, so I, I just want to separate myself from wanting to be, not necessarily wanting to be the hero because I don't need the credit, but I I like to see the outcome of somebody being made better. And what I'm learning yeah. is that it's caused me to be angry when I didn't need to be. It's caused me to be sad when I didn't need to be. It's caused me to experience depression when I didn't need to because I was so caught up in trying to make sure somebody else was getting, literally getting mm-hmm. from God what I put in work for. Mm-hmm. How are you gonna call yeah. somebody to, to 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 reap your fruit that you you done you done put out for? So I'm trying to separate myself from that. Y'all play my strength. <laughs> <laughs> I'm praying, girl, because that's you are not the only one. Um, yeah, no. I was definitely about to say uh, people pleasing and self doubt. Like those are the two things of me that I would really like to break up with. Um, because I know I'm wonderfully created because I'm created by him and I know that I'm here for a mm-hmm. person, but I have to stop this beating up myself for every decision that I make that I feel is not worthy of him because I, I, I'm just going through it right now. I'm going through the motions, but also this people pleasing, like I can't save and help everybody, but I'll put everybody else's needs, wants, desire, everything above my own just to see them happy. And I won't care about me. I'll give somebody my last just to see them smile even when I'm hurting. And if I don't, I feel like I'm at a, a point where I don't even want it reciprocated. I just want to be happy, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's taking yeah. away from my happiness, putting everybody else's needs before my own. So, yeah, yeah those are the two aspects. Of my, I mean, that's just my whole, the two things that I want to break up with. Um, I want to break up with my attachment issues, and I also want to break up with my procrastination uh, I lacked confidence growing up because mm-hmm. I got critiqued a lot growing up. You know, um, I said on my other podcast yesterday, my grandmother, like, you know, just basically tried to paint this life for me that she felt like I needed. Um, I've always had dreams to be an author. I had dreams of being an actress. I always had dreams of being in the spotlight. I'm a Leo, okay? Like, shine, like, lights <laughs> all on me. And my grandma always had to bring me back down to reality. Like, baby, you know, life is about going to college get a nine-to-five job and just work. And moving over to the East Coast, you know, Philly, seeing everybody, like, you know, turning their passion, like making money from their passion. I'm like, this is a whole different type of culture. Like, if if, if it's in Detroit, you know, I've never seen it. Like, I've never seen that side. Mm-hmm. Coming here opened my eyes to, like, a lot of stuff. And I really want to break up with my procrastination and my attachment issues. Like, I attach to people because I have a fear of loneliness. I played second because I came second to my mom's drug addiction. I didn't know my dad growing up. And I play, I fell into that people-pleasing stage of just trying to get a pra- you know, praise from somebody else, get validation mm-hmm. from somebody else because I couldn't see it in myself. And I have to realize it's time to cut off that people-pleasing side and put myself first because I'm never going to see people's true intentions. If I, you know, if I don't start speaking up for myself saying, no, I don't feel like doing this. And I want to get to a point where I can Mm -hmm. say I don't feel like doing something without feeling the need to give that long-ass reason why I can't do it. Like, no, I just don't feel like it, and that should be it. But, you know, I come across people all the time that like to guilt trip you. So I've been asking God to bring 
like-minded people into my life, and I've been isolating myself from people who like to guilt trip, you know, because it's, it's just not cool. Like, I don't, especially in relationships, my attachment issues is horrible because I forget about myself and make it all about the guy, and that's not cool. So, yeah, that is my take. But, um, Ken, before you get off the phone tonight, can you please let the listeners know where they can find you at and please tell them about your business? Sure. So I'm Ken, as y'all have heard. I am the owner of Glow's Glam Box. That's G-L-O-S-G-L-A-M-B-O-X. You can find me on Instagram at Glow's Glam Box. Uh, we're not using the website right now, so I'm not even going to give you that. But when it's back up and running, um, I'm sure you'll see if you follow me on Instagram. I sell um, costume jewelry for all occasions. And I just want to give you all the background on the business. Really quick, the background of Glow's Man Box is, came about with my grandmother, Gloria, and mine. So the glow is short for Gloria, and um, everything is done with love and attention. Um, I find myself styling people a lot because I, I run the business off of Instagram, so don't ever be afraid to, like, DM me and contact me um, and talk to me because that's how me and Complex got connected. So you can find me on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. Uh, if you want to stay on and listen to the rest of the show, you can. I'm going to mute you. Uh, listen, I'm going to talk to Queen K. We're going to try to rotate you back in for next season because you like Pastor yes. Ty Jr. She just came all up in here. <laughs> yes. All up here. Yes, I did. Thank you for it. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> nice meeting you, too. I can't wait to have you back on here because you just definitely got my life together. <laughs> yes, indeed. All right. Well, um, you have a good night, Ken, and I'll talk to you later. You too. Bye-bye, y'all. Bye. Oh, she was so dope. So dope. Yeah, she definitely was. I I needed everything that she said. Like I said, she said she went on here tonight for her, and this was stuff that she needed to hear, but she definitely dropped some heavy gems and made me realize a lot of stuff. Like, she, yeah. Yeah, she definitely gave me some clarity, so I'm thankful for it. Um, very good guess. Okay, so with that said, we're going to jump right into the girl I see you. Complex, who are you highlighting tonight? Uh, I'm just going to highlight all beautiful black queens, you know. I, I know I always generalize it, but I see all of us. I, you know, we've come a long way. Yeah. You know, women, we are so strong. I was just watching Baby Boy, and I was like, you know what, we deal with a lot <laughs> of shit. We deal with a lot mm-hmm. of things. We still get up every day, and, you know, we just keep it moving. Listen, whether you're single, whether you're married, whether you're building a relationship, whether you say, fuck these niggas, and you just, you know, and you're entrepreneur <laughs> in your bag, you rock, and I see you. That was dope. Yeah, I'm definitely in the same boat right now. Um, this is to all of my – I just want to highlight all the people out there following their passion. Everybody that's yeah. out there to have a creative outlet, whether it be writing, whether it be a poetry, a music, I see you because I know it gets hard. You know, I know you, you know, you want everybody to feel how you feel about your art, you know, because that is your art. That's a part of you as well. But um, I just see y'all keep pushing through. Um, y'all support your friends, please. And thank you. Yeah. Uh, we need to do better with that. <laughs> Uh, support and highlight them, even if their business is not catered to you. Still, support them. Um, 
Complex book is coming out. Y'all better get ready. June is coming. Get your coins up, okay? (laughs) But, yeah, I see all y'all. Just keep striving. Keep on following your passion. I know the road might be bumpy and it might not be as easy, but just keep going because God gave you that gift, you know, and you have to use it. You know, your creator gave it to you for a purpose, and you touch lives with your gift. So just keep going. Um, So that is my girl I see. That's who I'm highlighting, all the creative people. Okay, so we're going to jump right into the girl. I got something to say. Y'all, grow or die. That is my (laughs) new motto. I am definitely about to, you know, live off of that. I can no longer be held back by failure, and I don't want anybody else. I know the fear of failure um, is real because I go through it, um, but y'all don't let it hold y'all back. If If you think it's a failed attempt, Think of it as a lesson in disguise. You, like I said on the previous podcast, we know how to move from our mistakes. They are lessons. Mm-hmm. Always remember that, y'all. It's time that we elevate, leave stuff. Like she said, reevaluate your life and your circle and your situations every day. Like I, I need to start doing that. I, I don't do it as often, but I'm definitely about to start because I see that it will keep you in a better mental space. So, yeah, that's all that's I got fine. to say. But tonight, I had a question for you. Uh-huh, I ahead. had a question for you. So, so I sent I sent you a video, but I don't know if you saw it. It was a t- on TikTok where it's, this girl was like, um, things that my my friends did to support my business, and she was pointing to like dead yeah. air, saying nothing. And um, it was like the she said on the next page, like um, you know, I just you just need a different target audience. I just want to know what was your take on that because I feel like that's fucked up. Like I, my friends better be a part of my target audience. <laughs> That's so I feel like even if they're not a part of your target audience, they should still show some type of support. They should share a post. Mm-hmm. They should put people that they know is in that target area. Like, refer them to her. Like, that's how you help your friends. Like, I've seen a Thank post you. similar to that one. I did watch it, but um, I've seen a post similar to that, and it was talking about Supercent. It was talking about um, Judy, and it was talking about Tokyo Vanity. All three of them from New Orleans, they all three, they help each other build. Now, all of them are millionaires. Simple share or a simple shout-out or a simple, here, I'm going to buy your product. I know I don't need it, but I'm going to buy it anyway. They always, if you go on any one of their pages, they always promoting their friend's business. Like, that's all you have to do. And I know, like, some people, because I know with me, like this podcast, this is my baby, okay? I love this because it gives me clarity. I do this because it makes me happy, and it, you know, mm-hmm. lifts the load off me. I know I support a lot of people, but I know half mm-hmm. of them don't listen, don't call in every Monday. I know this, you know? Mm. So, but my thing is just help. It's it's free to just share a post. It's free to call up and listen. Hell, I don't care if you put the phone down somewhere and you walk off. Just thank you for the views. You know, let me know you got yeah. something out of it. It's all about yeah. us uplifting each other. We're so quick to go out and support all of these already millionaires. We can all be millionaires if we just support each other, you know? Put that same okay. time and energy that y'all spend waiting in line for Jordan. Put that on your friend. Hell, your friend got a book dropping. I know I'm going to have at least two copies of this book. I, <laughs> that's, that's just me, you know? I'm going to read yeah. it four and five times. That's just me. That I, I love to support people because it's just, it's growth. You support your friends. Come on now, y'all. But yeah, that's my take. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> okay, y'all. Oh yeah, no problem. 
Like I said, y'all, cop that book in June. It's almost done. Um, okay, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> this is the ending of our show. Complex is going to give us that no apology thought for the week, followed by the self-affirmation. Complex, you have the floor. Okay, so I got two. I've been in isolation mode, so I apologize. I hurt my own damn feelings. So my first one is um, imagine the woman you want to be. I got this off Instagram, but I cannot read. But it says imagine the woman you want to be. Think of what her daily life, her habits, and routines would be. Start showing up to those habits and routines. Start building them step by step and day by day. You don't become her like magic. You build her. Start building. Listen, mm-hmm. Ken said it in a nutshell earlier. You know, you have to be intentional with how, what you speak, your habits, and it's time to, like, change, you know, change your routine. Like me, I don't have, I didn't have a routine, and I'm, really starting to form one where I get up in the morning and I meditate, you know, I exercise, like I I put that into my schedule. Like I had to reflect to see what type of woman do I want complex angel to be, you know, like who do I desire to be? Who do I want to be around? You know, like what thoughts do I want to think? You have to build that person. You know, you can imagine them Mm -hmm. all you want, but if you don't apply any type of change, you're going to be stagnant. And my last one is um, if you have a feeling about something or someone, let it be a feeling until time shows you what it really is. And I say that to say, mm-hmm. like, we are really quick to put our assumptions and anger into things, <laughs> and we let our mind go there when we're not getting the answers, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, right then and there. You have to let time show you what it's going to be. You know, like, if you're yeah. if you broke up with somebody and – you starting to feel like, because I know me, I was starting to feel like, okay, well, a lot of shit that you said wasn't fucking true. And, you know, mm-hmm. God had to sit me down and basically tell me, like, people are going to hurt you. You can't sit up there and say that a person didn't love you, you know what I'm saying, because they they gave you the best that they could. And that's what Mm. we don't that that's what we fail to realize these relationships that we are in is a reflection of us so you know if i've hurt somebody before is is it wrong for them to sit up there and assume well Tasha, you never cared about me well damn i made a couple of mistakes and i didn't care about you i'm i'm flawed you know what i'm saying i'm a human at the end of the day whatever feelings you yeah. have go to god with it and he will give you that clarity of what it is a person or yes. even a situation, you know, places may not always do you right, but let that feeling just be a feeling and don't even assume. You know, time is going to show you exactly what everything was. Time is going to make sense of everything. Your mind is your what can be your worst enemy if you let your thoughts go there. And uh, mm-hmm. my self-affirmation tonight, I have to go back to the West name, is I am attracting everything that is for my highest good, new opportunities, new energy, new mindset, and new connections. And that is my no apology mm-hmm. thought and self-affirmation for tonight. I love you guys. <sighs> Good show. Good show. That was a dope-ass show. I must say so yeah. myself. It's pretty good. <laughs> right. Yeah, right, I'm, so I'm serious, out. though. Like, on the, oh, I'm sorry. My bad. No, you go, keep going. Keep going. Oh, no. I was just about to tell them, y'all, like, that, that post that you shared with me really did stick out to me um we got to do better with supporting the people that we love if you have a friend um 
you know, and I know, like, we, we care deeply about our friends. We love our friends. Some friends are like family, uh, depending mm-hmm. on how long you've known them. Support them. Y'all, it, yeah. it literally doesn't, like, I, I've seen a lot of posts as of lately where it's been about people not supporting. Like, here in Detroit, I don't know how it is in Philly, but I know here we don't support each other enough, like, at all. So, y'all, mm-hmm. come on now. Help out. That part. Because yeah. y'all going to be in the pictures when they be millionaires. Y'all going to be trying to get y'all cut. So help out now. <laughs> help out now. But that's all. That's all, y'all. All right, y'all. With that being said, I'm Complex Angel. I'm the Vibe. And I'm Queen K. I'm the Vision. And peace and love. We are out. Peace and love.